Hello, welcome to Podcast Base Player, episode 101. I'm Carl, and I'm joined by a man who snores so loudly it scares everyone on the train he's driving. It's only Dan. <laughs> oh, that was alright, that one. Yeah, not a bad that one. That was pretty good. I chuckled to myself. Oh, good. As nobody else would. Did you steal this one off the internet, or was this a... Uh... When you thought of um, I, I reworded it. No, oh, for fuck's sake. At least mine I um, make up. Yeah, I didn't have time. Both of them. I did, yeah, all two of them. <laughs> <laughs> when you've done um, 99 episodes of trying to make stuff up. True, we'll but it's quality, not quantity. Even even still. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we haven't reached either. No, not not to the levels we should be at by this point, no. No, we should be a, at least semi-pro. We've, we've been doing this for almost four years, you know. We have. That, That's scary. Fucking depressing, is that? God, that means I was like 16 when this started. <laughs> yeah, of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 30 this year, Dan. How depressing is that? Um, It makes me feel a little better that I'm not 30. Thanks, man. No, it's, it's fine. You, as long as you keep that gap going. Like, the more depressed you get, I go, oh, at least I'm not that old. Fucking hell. When I was little, I used to get in an argument with my sister. Um, and it was like, she'd always use like things like, I'm older than you, so that's why. And I've been, I always remember coming up back with the argument, yeah, but one day I'll be older. <laughs> it's, like, it's never going to happen. Um, unless she gets frozen, maybe? Yeah, but then she's still technically older. Well, no, because she freezes. So her cells yeah. don't age or anything. Hmm, methinks a plan. <laughs> anyway, before we start this cryo bullshit, mm. how are you? Good, you alright? Yeah, not bad. Um, I've got some news. Excellent, lay it on me. Right, um, Fallout 4's upcoming Nuka World expansion, uh, the celebrated RPG's final add-on is coming this month, Daniel. Oh yes. Um, it appears now, we know the add-on's final size for PC computer. Um, it's reportedly bigger than Fallout 4's Far Harbor expansion, which included the largest landmass Bethesda had ever made for an expansion pack. According to Gaming Bolt, the Steam database entry for Nuka World reveals the content will be around 3.66 gigabytes. Fuck me. Uh, by comparison, the Far Harbor expansion was around 2.7. As Gaming Bolt mentions, file size is not always directly related to game content. The entirety of recently released No Man's Sky, for example, is smaller than a Halo 5 Guardians update. Mm. Um, Nuka World, which is set in a post-apocalyptic amusement park, adds new quests, weapons, and more. Um, and here, just for you, Dan, is the official description. Uh, take a trip to Nuka World, a vast amusement park, now a lawless city of raiders. Explore an all-new region with an open wasteland and park zones like Safari Adventure, Dry Rock, dry rock Gutch, Giddy Kingdom, Kitty Kingdom, sorry, and the Galactic Zone. Nuka World features new quests, raiders, weapons, creatures, and more. Enjoy the ride. I am Sounds pretty good. so excited for Nuka World. Yeah. It's going to be great. I still haven't even got through Far Harbor yet. And you've already started your uh, your vault building. Oh, man, the vaults. <laughs> oh, the vault. My, he- I'm my, not even... my head is in my hands just thinking about that fucking thing. I'm not even joking. We Dan just wanted to show me a vault. It was only going to be this is a vault. Here it is, and we were there for about half an hour. Um, and it's like this is a, this is a wall. You can put a door here, <laughs> but it was like stupidly interesting. 
It's I, I still haven't done any work on it. I've I've still got like all the fucking Far Harbor missions. Not all of them, but the majority of the Far Harbor missions left to do. Um, I haven't bought the Contraptions DLC yet, so I need to do that at some point. And then Nuka World's coming out in. It, it was in August, and we're now exactly halfway through August, so it's got to be within the next two weeks or so. Yeah. Um, and then I bought No Man's Sky over the weekend, like a fucking idiot. So now that's going to take up a bunch of time. And I've started playing Metal Gear Solid again. So I was on that for about 15 hours over hey, the weekend. Oh, that's weird. God. When we were talking about Metal Gear Solid 1, um, the remake before this podcast, mm. I thought in my head, no, you know what, I'm going to start playing Metal Gear again this week. I did. I, I don't even know why. I think I just wanted to see how badly I'd fared on the sort of FOB infiltration things. Because usually go on, it's just like, three people have invaded your FOB and all three of them have stole everything you've got. <laughs> but it, I'd, I'd lost like one or two out of, I don't know, maybe ten or twelve infiltrations. It's not bad. So if I could give my staff a rise, I absolutely would. In pay, I mean. <laughs> rather than the platform going up a bit. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. But... Oh. The penis? Yeah. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Um, but then I did something stupid, um, and people can correct me on this because I'm not sure as of yet, but I think it is. Um, I went back and, because I was just replaying, because I've only got two missions left, right? But one of them is the one where like, your helicopter goes down and then all the skulls attack you. Um, so I've got that mission left, but on extreme, which I'm really not looking forward to. And then another, like one of the missions, then that's it, and I've done them all, and then I can just replay them. Um, and I replayed the the quarantine one, you know, when you all your men are infected by shit, and you've got to go around and yeah. kill them all. Um, but what I didn't realise was I went went in just because it was a good mission, you know, it's pretty emotional and the music's playing and stuff, it's great. Um, but the ones I was shooting, they were all like S ranked, so like they're my current staff. And oh, I don't know if I. By replaying this mission, I've killed staff members that I've extracted from the field and sent back because they're really good. And then I've had to go around and shoot them all in the face. Possibly. And that's really upset me. <laughs> <laughs> of all the bad shit you've done, and this is what I'm I was saying. Because I scanned them and it was just like S on communications or Intel or whatever. I was just like, no. I, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to kill anyone then because these might actually be my current staff members that I need. And then... Um, <laughs> went upstairs and then it comes down and it's just like well they've all infected so you've got to kill them all and I was like oh no <laughs> so I had to shoot them all in the face and I was just like oh man where did I even extract you from I bet you were a pain in the ass to get to as well uh, you should have probably googled this before and... I probably should have done but never mind it was a cool mission I enjoyed it <laughs> but yeah man some of those extreme missions are proper hard it's such a good game. It is, and uh, that's why I'm glad I've kind of gone back into it because now I'm just running around with, and I've got like these, I've got like an anti-material sniper rifle with a big silencer on the end of it. It's longer than Snake is, um, and you can just like uh, you shoot like the front of a car or a truck or something, and it just explodes straight away. It's well, so much fun. The only game I played of late is the ever faithful, the always returnable game, Far Cry Blood Dragon. Wait. Um, I haven't played it for like two months, so <laughs> I thought I best play it before I forget about it. Um, as it's the only game I actually constantly go back and play. Well, I haven't played it in a long time either. To be fair, though, I did go on Far Cry Three the other day because um, a friend of mine at work wow. he keeps going on about how good Far Cry Four is. Have you still not got Far Cry Four yet? No. 
Jesus. Dad. I haven't got primal either. Yeah, but falls better than prime. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it will be, but I, I also haven't seen it. Like you know when um, Ubisoft comes up with a sale on Steam or something, I'll probably yeah, I'll get it then. It's like twenty quid or something. It's pretty cheap on G2A, to be honest. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll check it out at some point when I've been definitely when I've been paid. Hundred percent worth it. Hundred percent worth it. Such a good game. Yeah. I've had that since well since it came out. Yeah, um, you got it. Ob- obviously. Game, yeah. Yeah, I got it like the day it came out. Um, and it's one of the very few games so far this generation, anyway, that I can constantly go back and play. There's always something to do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got. Um, there's like outposts and stuff to still capture in Far Cry 3 but then again I've just caused 3 I've got a bunch of stuff left to do in that I've done all missions but now it's just a case of roaming around and... see I still haven't bought that it, it is really good, I did enjoy it it was fun I saw it on um, I think it was on, you know when I found you Lego Jurassic World yeah, for like 3 quid yeah, I th- I'm sure it was on G2A for like 18 pound or something like that yeah, um, just cause free and I was like eh, tempted but no it is fun it, it's as fun as any just cause is just sort of not really doing much other than blowing shit up and grappling yeah, things I together think, I, I think that's why I'm, I've held back because the last the last few games I've bought um, have been they've either been I can either really get into it or drop and play kind of games yeah um, and I don't want to add another one of those. I want to get like No Man's Sky. I just want to get balls deep into it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about No Man's Sky in a bit. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's. I'm sure you've got some bit. some news for us anyway. Um, yeah, well, this is the last bit of news. Now, oh, okay. Really, to be honest, um, and then you can um, explore. We can explore your No Man's Sky hmm. impressions. Um, Titanfall Two multiplayer beta test. Um, it's on its way. We have to do it. Is, we have to get it which again. Which is all good news. No, we don't, Dan. What? It is... Uh, <laughs> I shall tell you. When Titanfall 2's multiplayer tech test arrives, it will give uh, players a chance to preview the game's online competitive multiplayer and give developer Respawn the opportunity to stress test its servers. Standard stuff. Yeah. Um, but it will only be coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Oh, motherfucker. Why? Yeah. Why would they do this? The PC's yeah. where it all goes wrong. Today, Respawn uh, confirmed Titanfall uh, will only be coming uh, to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One uh, for the beta test, um, and then players on PC will have to wait for the full game in October. Brilliant. So I won't be getting it in October then? Nope. Because it won't work. Um, Respawn founder Vince Zampala said the decision to skip Titanfall 2's multiplayer tech test on PC comes down to two main reasons. Respawn is still working on supporting various PC hardware configurations and it doesn't want data miners to dig out spoilers for the single player campaign. So basically, they don't want people snooping around the files mm. and then spoiling the game, which makes sense. Or, why not just implement some way to stop people from accessing these files? Um, I, I think that's easier said than done. It must be, because I imagine... They'd have done it otherwise. But there's got to be a way. Um, I, I imagine unless they make a specific standalone make a demo. one thing that's got nothing to do, not connected to the actual game. Yeah. Um, and just re- release that. But it's, it must be a pain in the arse and it costs money and they don't want to waste money just because of a few dickheads who would actually go sifting through things trying to find hidden items and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but that means that we all have to suffer as a consequence. Well, I shall be getting on PlayStation 4. Well, fuck you. Or Xbox One. <laughs> well, why don't I, I don't borrow know. your Xbox One for a couple of weeks? Come <laughs> <laughs> on, get it. No. No one else is playing it. No. <laughs> Um, Zampala said Respawn recognises that this may be disappointing for PC gamers but quote we feel this allows us to concentrate on the real purpose of the tech test and focus on the service stability and scalability Titanfall 2 will be released on October 28th on Playstation 4, Xbox One and the runner up PC <laughs> well I hope then that when it is released that there's no fuck ups with it otherwise they well, will get all the PC idiots um the massive backlash that they go on and f- fill forums and tweet to people all fucking day long. They're like, ah, well, this is why you should have released it on PC, stress test it. <laughs> I will probably be one of those people. <laughs> I was going to say, that's going to be you. Yeah, probably. But as we know, though, when games launch on consoles like Arkham Knight and No Man's Sky, that it doesn't matter because they work flawlessly yeah. on PC. Every time. <laughs> Yeah, I think if anything that needs stress testing, it's, it's going to be PC. PC. Because a console <laughs> yeah. is a standard system. The hardware is going to be yeah. the same in everything. The PC, it can. there's a million and one different variations that can be in there. And you've got to account yeah. for all of them, which is super hard. Well, it is. It's stupid hard. And I wouldn't want that job. No, but then you've also got people who will buy something that's below the minimum requirements. Uh, sorry, they'll they'll have a PC that's below a game's minimum requirements. Buy the game and then complain to say, "Well, it doesn't work on mine." Uh, well, yeah. maybe get a better computer then. Check the shit before you buy. Absolutely. It. Plus, you've got that's... a refund um, option. So if you buy it and it immediately doesn't work, get a refund. I don't think you should get a refund if if you are too lazy or naive to check the minimum requirements, which is on. Every single game on Steam, on G2A, just fucking Google it for fuck's sake. Then you're an idiot. No, I, I disagree. I think the returns policy should be there. Um, because ultimately, it, it's it's going back to a, a, a classic bygone age of taking something back and saying, this is rubbish. Um, yeah, but it, if, if I bought... If I buy Titanfall 2 on Xbox One and I get home... I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. And then I go back and go, this doesn't work on my PlayStation 4. Well, no, that's because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but that's what, that's what I mean. Like, I think there should be a refund thing there for if a game doesn't work on your PC because it just doesn't work, then fair enough. But if you won't, if you don't check the specs beforehand and sit there and go, this ain't going to work on my PC. Well, the only way around it is if you had something within Steam that would scan the hardware on your computer and it would come up with a warning to say, if you buy this, it does not meet the minimum requirements. I, I don't, to be fair, I, I've had fairly good PCs while I've been PC gaming. So I don't know if that is an option. Um, so I could be um, wrong in thinking this. But if it came up and said, disclaimer, uh, this may not work on your computer due to you being below the minimum requirements. I mean, some games do it and say, you know, the graphics might be odd, but it's because your drivers aren't up, up, updated or yeah. whatever. You know, there's some reason that it could be, uh, it could have a poor performance. Um, so I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just that means there's a lot of effort for Steam to go in and do that for every single game and update it. And... Yeah, but there's a, um, 
if you go on, um, will it run it? Can it run it or will it run it? Um, you can download like a little file thing um, and then it downloads it onto your computer and that basically scans your computer. Um, and then you select a game off off the list, so you type for two for argument's sake, you click it and it'll go, wait, and it'll come up and go, poof, you can play it, or nope, you can't. True, but they are always making patches to you know, for computers that are below the minimum requirements to help them along and to actually give them an increase in performance and frame rate issues that you know that they might be having. Um, so I, I don't think that it's too unfair for a consumer to say, well, my computer is one of, you know, this isn't a standard one that you just buy from PC World or whatever. Um, you know, but there's various things that have been changed in it. You know, maybe the, the hard drive is full or it's slow because of some bullshit virus that's on it. So they have to take into consideration the amount of different variations there should be. Yeah. And, you know, patch I it accordingly. Agree. Um, but there's also an onus on the consumer to make sure that, you know, if you go and buy a new car and then put diesel in it and it's a petrol car, you shouldn't be able to take that back to the forecourt and say, well, I put the wrong petrol in it. I want a refund. Well, that, that's why they made um, like diesel cars and petrol cars, well, new diesel and petrol cars anyway, have like a cap thing in the, in the fuel tank. So because the nozzles are slightly different, it won't actually allow the fuel to go in. Yeah, I mean, I know that on, on Steam there's, um, like, because I was looking, this was about a couple of weeks before Fallout 4 came out, um, I was looking on Steam to see how much Fallout 3 was going to cost, because I turned it back on on the PS3 to give it another go, and it had glitched out, and it wouldn't let me do the go exam. Hmm. Um, so I thought fuck it <laughs> rather than just restart it or go back to the beginning I'll just buy it again <laughs> <laughs> and start it over because why not um, but then I came back on it said there was a disclaimer it says warning this game either will not or may not run on Windows 10 and I was like oh shit okay um, checked online and it, there was some people who were saying well you can patch it you can do this and this fix and this and this and it'll work but I thought I'm not spending ten quid on something that may just work when I've got it yeah. in the other room. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think a disclaimer like that to say there's there's a possibility, or you know, make sure you meet the minimum requirements, and then that's it. They're covered. Yeah, that's all they need to do. I mean, I um, I didn't want to get GTA Five for PC because um, a I'd already got a PS3 and I'd already got an Xbox One. But obviously, you wanted to play online together. Yep. And I've been very fucking lucky with my computer. In most games, run pretty well. Yeah, that's it. Um, all things considered. Battlefront and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I've, very rarely I have to play anything below high, mm. um, unless we're recording. Then sometimes I may have to drop it down a bit. But Touchwood, I've been pretty pretty lucky. Um, but I didn't want to get. I was adamant GTA would not work on my PC, um, at least well. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I got an email from Dan aborting me. <laughs> Shocker. Um, but installed it. Took took me like six years to download, but um, got it all run, up and running and stuff. And it runs everything barring like two things on like high. And I was ridiculously surprised. Yeah, but if if I was to sit here 
and be like umming and ahhing whether to buy GTA uh, 5 for PC. I wouldn't have bought it um, because looking at the specs, I only just about met the like minimum requirement. Yeah, it's it's always risky. Um, but it, I mean, it, like I say, it plays on it plays on high. I only have to drop it for recording, which I wish I'd done for gunning stunts because I just left the sentence as it was. <laughs> um, but because I've got it, I'm not sure how it actually works. But because I've technically got two graphics cards, because I've got the integrated one, and then I've got the um, the, the, the video one that's uh, the standalone. Yep. I don't know if that helps or not. Um, I, I would not profess to know such things. Um, no, I'm not that clued up. No, no. Um, it, it, see, I, okay. I was talking to Rick about this, and basically you can have two of the same... This is off him, so if this is completely wrong, it's Rick's fault, not mine. <laughs> um, but you can't have two... Like the, the, the 560 or whatever the fuck I had before, 580, right? You can't have two yeah. of those. Uh, sorry, you can have two of the same one, and that will increase the performance. But you can't have like a 580 and a 560 because they're not the same one. It won't work. Something like that. Use one or the other. Exactly. So, I mean, because that one's an integrated one, if that's working the background processes and that's freeing up more space for the the standalone card to step in and dedicate more of its power to it, possibly. But again, I I really don't know. See, I don't know because, I mean, like Battlefront um, wouldn't work at all. And then Rick's like, are you, what card are you using? I was like, no, my, my fucking video. <laughs> my fucking um, 740 or whatever fucking hell it is. And uh, it's like, it should work. It should fucking, that should blitz it. I was like, oh, no, wait, no, that's not even turned on. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as I was aware, that was the default card. Well, it should be. The most powerful should take precedence. Yeah, but for whatever reason, it wasn't. And it was just choosing when to come on for <laughs> certain games. I was like, oh, well, fucking pissy. Um, but again, I'd have just gone, nope, doesn't work. So say if you're on the, literally on the fence of the minimum requirements, you either just about meet them or just under. I think it is acceptable for them to have a, ser- a, a service where you can purchase it. Like, because it's got like a two hour immediate no question refund thing, I think. Yeah. Um, so you download it, doesn't load, and you just go, okay, we just wanted to make sure bang refund yeah yeah i think that's perfectly acceptable um, but, if it, but then if it doesn't if, work you don't go on and fucking moan about it saying well it's not optimized for my brick of a pc yeah <laughs> i've just been and spent 150 pound on a laptop from tesco <laughs> and it doesn't fucking work jesus fucking i'm gonna buy a playstation 4 at least that works <laughs> yeah fucking downvote downvote yeah it's if a game's bad then it's bad yeah complain all you want because you spent hard earned well theoretically hard earned money on it but if you buy a game that's bad because it doesn't work on your computer or you're not good at the game then that's not the game's fault yeah i mean just because you don't appreciate something or you don't enjoy something doesn't necessarily mean that there aren't a lot of other people who do yeah so if you've got a genuine issue with the game i'm talking about no man's sky here if you've got a genuine issue with it you don't (laughs) enjoy it you, you find it boring or whatever then that's that's fine that's you know that, but that's not the developers' fault. They made a game. They've put out plenty of promotional material. Plenty of people have played it beforehand. And if you've seen that, and you think, oh, that looks like something I'll be into, and then you buy it and you don't enjoy it, that's not their fault. That's not necessarily no. your fault, but that's not their fault. You can't go, 
well, that's a piece of shit game. It's not. It's just not for you, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, some things aren't going to be for you. Um, and for me, you know, I, I've I, I don't know, put like ten hours or something into it over the weekend. I was playing Metal Gear for the majority of it. Um, that's how good it is. <laughs> well, no, that was it. I, I kind of didn't want to spend too much time on it because I thought yeah. I don't want to. Well, that's that's kind of my issue. I, I can see why people would think it's boring, or I can see why people don't think it's got longevity, and I agree. Um, I don't think it's something that could necessarily last two, three hundred hours on its own, which yeah. means that Hello Games are going to have to keep on top of this constantly. They're going to have to keep on adding in new stuff and changing things around and just improving it in general. Because um, there's, there's only one thing that really annoys me at the moment. And that's the um, inventory and like crafting system, because it's so clunky and stupid. Like you know, like on um, uh, like Minecraft, say, yeah. you can have like sixty-four. For the most part, you can have sixty-four of a certain object in one slot in your inventory, right? Yeah. But then if you build like a workbench, you can't have a stack of workbenches. Yeah. That'd be one yeah. slot, and then another one is another slot, right? That's okay because you've got like. 35 slots or whatever the fuck it is in your Minecraft inventory. With this, because you start off with a, a small amount of personal inventory and then a small amount of ship space inventory, um, and then you start to fill those things up gradually. So you fill them up with um, new upgrades to your mm. you know, equipment or your jetpack or your ship or whatever. Um, but every time you upgrade something, that's, a, that's another slot. Okay. Right. So, and it, I think that in essence, that's fairly good in the fact that it's just like, well, do you want to have a, a weaker ship or less equipment and stuff with you, but you've got more inventory space for resources and ship, um, or do you just want to have sort of scrape through with a bare minimum of resources, but have like a really sweet gun um, and like jetpack upgrades and the life support upgrades and hmm. all this kind of shit, but you've only got like six slots free for actual stuff to collect. Yeah. Um, so personally, I prefer separate. I mean, like the the, the gun, the multi tool that's like a laser, like a mining laser and a weapon. That one has its own inventory slot thing. So all the upgrades and stuff go into that, which is fine. That makes sense. But with the ship, um, you've got like space for your you've got launch thrusters to launch you off a planet, um, shields, warp drive, um, like a half warp drive which increases your speed dramatically like flying between planets and stuff hmm. um, weapons and then that's a, that's about it and then everything else on top of that so you've got like 14, in my ship anyway I've got 14 inventory slots that I can put stuff in Okay, um, and then however many I mentioned then, like 6 have to be used for your ship to even work right? Okay. and then if you want to upgrade your weapons that's one slot upgrade the shield at another slot and bear in mind you've got to collect resources from every planet that you land on in order to power the fucking thing in the first place or you mine shit from asteroids um, so you've got like plutonium which powers your um, launch thing so you can't physically take off without plutonium fuel yeah. right so you've got you need plutonium in order to power that then you need something called thormium 9 which you get in little bits on planets, but mainly it's in asteroids in space. That powers your sort of 
half warp, shall we say. So that's, half warp. <laughs> that's, it's, it's not hyperdrive speed, but it's like yeah. it, quick enough to get you around. So that's two that you have to have, otherwise you can't do anything, right? Um, and then, But then they also double up as a power source for everything else as well. So you can put them into your life support system or your weapon or whatever. So everything that uses power has to be recharged. And that I like. I like that feature, the fact that you've got to micromanage everything. So like you've, you've got to go, well, that, that's all the way over there. And I've got enough to take off, but then not enough to take off again. So I've got to collect some more, find a landing pad. And it's just planning things through. I like that. But what, at least what I haven't found yet, and again, this may just be either me not playing it right, or I just haven't got to that point yet. But once you've collected, you know, so you go and you find iron and you find other shit on the on the planets, other different minerals and stuff, and you have to yeah. use a certain amount in certain uh, recipes to build certain parts that will then upgrade to, to make better parts. Standard kind of Minecraft stuff. You you know, you mine and mine and mine, then you make a, a machine, and then when you mine again, you put stuff in that machine and it turns into something else which helps you build another machine. It's that kind of thing, right? So it's yeah. sort of the upgrading of the, the rawest, the, the minerals, materials and stuff in their rawest form when you get them off planet surfaces or from asteroids or whatever. Yeah. There's nowhere to store it outside of you or the ship, though. So you've got to have it on either. So you've got the slots that you've got on yours, and you can upgrade your inventory, like your personal inventory. So I've, you find like these drop pods that are randomly on planets, and you go up there and you spend like 40,000 credits or whatever to buy another slot for your... So I've got like 20 slots. My personal inventory is bigger than the ship in inventory at the moment. <laughs> okay, and that doesn't make sense to me. But every ship that I've come across so far is either like two and a half million credits to buy from someone, or you find a crashed one that's got less inventory slots and is half broken, so you've got to mine and build and replenish stuff to get it working in the first place. <laughs> so as of yet, I haven't found a ship that would even fly, let alone actually carry all the shit I've got. But there's no like home base. There's no way you can just go to a planet that you know is full of a certain material, Mine a shitload of it, pop it in your ship, fly back, store it all there, and then when you need to craft more complicated items, you go, go back, back and pick it up from there, right? That would make sense to me. Or you create your own little space station, whatever it is. But that's just not an option. Which means that when you, like, building warp cells, right? To build a warp cell, you have to um, have, uh, what is it? You've got to have, like, plutonium and. Something that's a bit rarer than that, because plutonium's everywhere. Yeah. So two fairly rare materials that crafts one item, right? So once you've crafted that item, that's a slot that needs, right? And then you create the second part of the recipe um, using two other bits, and then that creates something else which takes up another slot. <laughs> and then you need to combine those two together to make one thing, or those two with something else makes the final warp cell, right? If you haven't got enough room in your inventory, you just need to delete something. You can't just drop it on the floor and pick it up. You, de you destroy it. Which means that if you've got something that you weren't sure if you needed or not, you get rid of it or you take it somewhere and sell it. So, because there's no physical storage space, what if they just had like a digital bank, right? Because there's like these galactic outpost things where you go there and you can buy stuff and you can sell stuff from like the global, uh, sorry, the galactic market basically. Yeah. If there was a section in there that you could have, it was like 40 slots, say, and you could purchase additional slots if you wanted to, 
and then you can just say, well, I'm going to need iron all the time. I'm going to need, I've, you know, I've just found a huge supply of gold. And where I am at the moment, the trade value on it isn't very good. And I don't need it for any recipes. So I'll stick it in there. And then when I go somewhere where the price of gold is increased, I can sell it there and make more. And access it from anywhere in the galaxy, but only at one of these stations. Yeah. That would make sense. But at the moment, you are physically restricted to what you can carry and what's in the ship. And when, like, because I've got to build, um, I need four plates, like shield plates or whatever they are, in order to build a certain thing for the ship. I can't remember if it was an upgrade or a new weapon or whatever the fuck it is. And I've got to build four of these things, which means I need to have four <laughs> empty slots in the ship in order to have one in each one, for them then to combine into one with something else to make one final thing. And that is so ridiculous to me. I mean, I, I don't know if people just say, well, that's just how, you know, kind of old school inventory management and stuff works. People may enjoy it. It is incredibly frustrating for me because I just don't see the point of it. If you're making four of the same exact item, why not have them? Why not have a stacking ability? And yeah. I mean, again, this could just be me ranting about this, and, they, and someone goes, well, if you just hold down control and press that, that does it. But, I don't know, I think you'd have figured that out by now. There's no fucking tutorial to tell you otherwise. Like, I had to really fanny around to try and figure out how the fuck most things worked. Which I kind of like in a way. I like being sort of thrown at the deep end. It says, right, um, here's your main controls. Walk, jump, your jetpack, boost, and then it recharges. Here's how to run. Here's your multi-tool. Off you go. And then you've just got to press buttons and figure shit out. I kind of like that. Yeah. So that, that works. But for people who are maybe not into that kind of you know, just leave me with it and I'll figure it out on my own. If they want to have it spelled out for them, I, I didn't find that a tutorial area very helpful at all. So if you were expecting it to spell everything out to you, you're going to be fairly disappointed. Probably playing the wrong game, to be honest. Other than that, though, I really like it. See, I've, I mean, I haven't played it. Um, I'm going to get it. Um, I've seen all the negative stuff people have said um, to be fair what you've said is something I haven't actually seen um, I've seen people complaining about the inventory um, and how it works uh, bits and bobs but n nothing is as in depth as that um, which is a valid reason rather than it's shit no it's but, not uh, it's not a bad game would I say it's worth the price for me yeah because I, I really enjoy like you know how much I like Elite Dangerous yeah, um, it is like that, but with a, a, a crafting element to it as well. Um, Can you get out of your ship on Elite Dangerous? No, no. Uh, at least you're supposed to be able to at some point. They are going to patch that in, I think. Um, but at, at this point in time, you are just in the ship. Yeah. Then you fly around, but you can still manage everything from within the ship, just at your control station, and it works fine. I've noticed. Space that. engineers. I know, but Space Engineers got very similar. You're basically someone who can carry an infinite amount of metal. <laughs> you know, oh, 40 tonnes worth of steel. Yeah, throw it on my back. It's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean as to the point of Minecraft and, and um, Space Engineers in terms of realisticness. Because like you say, you're carrying a lot of fucking stuff. I mean, yeah. you haven't even got thumbs on Minecraft. <laughs> but I think a stacking system in any kind of... Um, in any game where you, you're crafting and mining and, and pulling resources, you've got to have a certain amount of 
of ability to look past realisticness. Yeah. Because otherwise it's... I mean, like Resident Evil, like the old... Oh, I hate Evil the games. imagery system of that. You've got like seven slots. If you've got a shotgun, that's taken up an entire row. Yeah, if it's the stuff. same as in um, Deus Ex. They had the same kind of inventory. Mm. You've got to, everything's just got to fit like Tetris blocks into that yeah. inventory, otherwise you can't carry it. And then you've got games like GTA, where it's just like you want a rocket launcher, a minigun, a homing rocket launcher, four yeah. machine guns, and six <laughs> pistols. Go for it. Yeah, I like that. Which, that's fine. Which I, I can. I mean, I remember days when. I used to laugh because, like a guy, would have a he'd have like an AK out and you swap weapons and it'd just turn into a pistol. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, as games have progressed, like games like GTA, they'll put it away. <laughs> it's like they've got a bazooka, so I'll just put it away. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But when, okay, I mean, I can understand it on Resident Evil and stuff because it is: do I take this med kit or do I take this gun? Because I've only got space for one. Yeah, and that kind of stuff I can get on board with it was annoying as fuck and I hated it but I understood it and it was fine and it was acceptable it's inventory management yeah which is uh, again I'm not a fan of that kind of inventory thing because I, I just want to carry everything it's just yeah. like but again you know the sort of like things like The Last of Us where it's just like well you have three bullets and you only get one gun and it's just like well that's that's fine. If you want to play realism, that's how you do it. You won't find a box of sixty rounds every time you open yeah. a drawer. You'll find two, and that's just been left by somebody. That's okay. But with this, when the sort of the aim of the game is survival, I, I think that's kind of what they're going at. Is that it needs to be? It, it well, it can't be very forgiving in that sense that you can't just carry around four tons of iron and then sell it for two and a half million credits. Which mm. that that's fine. Again, that makes sense. But your ship should be able to. Well, I, not not necessarily tons and tons and tons, but no. But again, that, that I haven't. Again, this is just my experience to this point. This this all may change in yeah. a couple of weeks once I've played it some more. But um, like I say, it's like drop pods on the planet. And you can go up to it and it says, "Do you want to upgrade your exosuit? It's going to cost like ten grand for your first slot, then twenty, then thirty. And I imagine it just gets incrementally more expensive for the bigger you want your inventory to be. Yeah. Um, but with the ship. I've been to spaceports and there's no option, at least again, as far as I've seen, um, there's no option to, do you want to upgrade your ship? Well, you definitely can, um, because that guy who, one of the people who got it early, um, he completed it in like 30 hours, um, and basically he found a he found a mineral that um, you can basically sell for ridiculous amounts of money, and he just kept farming it and he, until he did his ship up enough. That he could basically warp drive to the centre of the game, <laughs> and then he, he, he didn't explore anything. He just went. Well, so so you definitely cannot upgrade your ship. Okay, well that's fine. In the, like, because the only way I've, like I say, the only way I've seen to actually get a new ship is either to buy it off some random person as and when they appear, um, or to find a crashed one and see if it's any better than yours. But a crashed one will obviously be incredibly damaged. Yeah. But then, like you know, there's only a certain amount of resources on. Sorry, there's a certain number of resources on a planet. So you might find one that's covered in gold, which I did the other day. It was mountains of gold, right? And I was just like, oh man, I could sell all of this. But then I go, oh no, wait, I've only got two inventory slots. <laughs> but I need that because I need to. I need one of those to collect something else for me to even get off this planet in the first place. Like, I found a crashed ship. 
and had to give up on it and go back to my old one because it was so broken and the planet we were on and the ship couldn't physically take off and there wasn't in, there wasn't the resource needed to repair it on that planet. So I was just like, well, fuck, I can't. I mean, luckily, my old ship just didn't like disappear or something as soon as I transferred out. It just stayed where it was. Yeah. Um, man, I would have been fucked if that happened. <laughs> I'm not even joking. There was nothing on it. It was barren. There wasn't any animals or any plants or anything. Fuck that. Yeah, that would have really screwed me over. Um, but I don't know. I just want some. I want to be able to like craft a locker or something where I can just put stuff that I don't need at that point in time. I think they will. I think they have to because I it, it's really going to frustrate me because some of the recipes and stuff like the crafting things I'm not going to be able to do it as well as have a good ship. I mean if they if I came across things in space where it's just like do you want to upgrade the ship? Like yeah, definitely 200 grand for a new slot. Sure, why not? And then I can, you know, improve on my ship to a certain maximum number of slots before I have to buy a bigger ship. Yeah. Um then that's fine. It's just as of yet I haven't come across the ability to do that. So as long as I can do that and it's not super expensive, then I'm kind of back on board with it. But this whole sort of crafting and you need to have them in certain slots, that is an absolute pain in the arse. It's Stacking I... things to a certain number, that's yeah. fine. You know, five or ten tops, and then that then you're going to need to make a separate stack. That's okay. Like the more um, hard to build or the, you know, the more expensive an item is to create, you can only have five of those in the slots. But something that's just like a bog standard metal plate say you can have 15 yeah or 20 you know and then you can just keep a hold of those because a lot of different recipes will need to have that thing so it's it's fairly unforgiving at the moment and i don't know if that's exactly what they were going for but it doesn't feel like i can just jump in my ship and fancy free around the, the galaxy for a bit because i have to keep stopping and refueling and say well like if i land if there's no plutonium near here i'm gonna have to walk for half an hour to find some plutonium to mine to yeah. bring back to put into my ship so it'll actually work I think that's what will ruin it um, because basically this is a game that everyone's turned on at the same time uh, I mean it crashed on like the servers went down on uh, PC because within like 15 minutes of launch there yeah, was too many people launching the game at the same time in. yeah um, so all these people turn the game on and supposedly it's a different experience for each and every single person you won't start the same place if you are in the same place it's going to be a different uh, landscape um, and there might be different animals there and different life whatever yeah but if everybody is going there's not enough inventory space and if I land here, I need to go and walk to mine, get some plutonium, just so I can take off from this planet in order to get to another planet. Then everybody is having the same experience. That's which is yeah, that is not true. what they wanted. I don't know. I mean, this could just be, it, like I say, that might just be you. It might just be me. <laughs> but that's the only problem. I mean, I've talked a lot about that, but it's just because it's something that kind of hinders my experience at the moment, um, because I don't have anywhere to store it. It's just really doing my head in. Um, but as for that, that's pretty much the only problem I've got with it. In terms of its size, it's fucking enormous, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know when they introduced planets on Space Engineers? Yeah. yeah. We were just like, holy shit, these planets are insane. These planets, I mean, I've, I've travelled to like maybe eight different planets. And there is so much to do. I mean, there's a lot of repetition that goes on. But 
if they're making a, a game that's of this scale, you can't expect a personalised little adventure story on every <laughs> single fucking planet. It's just yeah. not going to happen, right? So there's going to be repetition. So that I, I'm okay with that because I know the size of it. You can't have a quality within the size. It's just not going to happen, right? Otherwise, mm. it would be the size of Mass Effect and there'd be eight planets you could visit and every single one would have a cool little story you could get involved in. Yeah. Other than that, it's just going to be trading, um, exploring. There is the odd fighting every now and then. Um, Travelling to different planets, the like the terrain, the sky, like toxicity or heat or cold in the atmosphere. So you've got to kind of prepare for that. You know, you go shit. Well, the planet's really cold. It's like sub-zero, like minus two hundred, um, which means I'm not going to last for long on this planet's surface, unless I upgrade to, you know, upgrade my hazard suit for a cold protector. Um, the multi-tool. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, I like the, the customization options, and you can add extra power into the mining side of things, or the weapon side of things, or you can make your mining side more like a weapon. Um, and then you can just walk up to some guy. You can spend like however many fucking hours collecting enough resources to upgrade it, and then you speak to someone who's in a good mood, and they give you one that's twice as good. And you're just like, oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> so I've got this really sweet rifle now, and I've got like my relationship with this certain alien race to a certain point now where I can, um, you know, uh, report them for being cowardly or whatever to their sort of thing, and then I'll get rewards from that. Um, there's like a whole translation thing, so there's like a whole alien language. I, I wouldn't imagine like a fully developed language, but gibberish, basically. Yeah. And then as you explore the planets within each system, or with the, each alien race inhabits you can find these like monuments that when you go up to it teaches you one word that's pretty cool so they'll come up and it'll say well this this alien's clearly disgruntled about something or one i did the other day um it was just like you go into an outpost this abandoned outpost and all security's going off and stuff and it gives you one chance to answer correctly and then it will put everything back to normal and your rating with that race will go up basically um, and it can either be a sequence of numbers, so it's just like, what's the next in the sequence of numbers? So the calculator's been used quite a bit to try and figure out what the fucking codes are. <laughs> um, but then one of them, it just came up and was just like gibberish again. Blah, 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 Camera. And that was the only word in that entire <laughs> sentence that I'd learnt so far. Um, and it was just like, toxic gas is filling the room, you know, I'll, I'll take damage unless I... It's, it's kind of like a roleplay thing, you know, like, I have earned this, or I have picked up this. So it, yeah. it feels personal, which I quite like. Um, and then I just, it said like, shut off the toxic gas, shut off the camera feed. And I was like, camera, I guess, is the only fucking word that I know. And that worked. <laughs> fucking hell. And I was just like, that's brilliant. So this whole sort of like scoping planets out for monuments and settlements and different types of minerals and finding crash. Yeah, so that's, you're just exploring. And like, you've got to fly out of the atmosphere and into space for a good minute or so to pop around on the other side of the planet to get to something quicker because it can take like half an hour easily full speed to try and fly around one of these things they're huge these planets and then you've got six or seven in the solar system and then you can just hyperdrive out of that system to another one and there you go a whole bunch more I mean the, the scale is enormous so absolutely well done for that they've absolutely delivered on their this is a huge galaxy to explore thing and the fact you can just pop in and out of the atmosphere brilliant mm. Um, what else is good? Um, yeah, multi-tool, love that. The language thing, love that. Um, the trading thing is just very bog standard, but meh. It's trading. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty A to B. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the designs and everything are just insane. Like the the difference in each type of animal that you can experience is. I don't know how many possible variations there could be, but I haven't. I've not seen anything that looks close to another one. Um, without things like things on the same planet tend to look fairly similar. You know, whether they've got two legs or four. Yeah, it's the same planet, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you travel to a different planet, and then there's all kinds of manners of weird things. Um, so, in terms of actual scale and scope, they've nailed it. So, well done. Um, there is somewhat of a story there, which you can kind of explore at your own leisure, which is fine. Um, in terms of combat, um, there's like these little droid sentinel things that fly around, um, and they'll get pissed off with you every now and then. Like on some planets, they're more hostile, so if they just see you, they'll just attack you. On some, they'll just sort of fly by, scan you, and then fuck off to do whatever they were doing. Um, but when they start attacking you, you've got a certain amount of time to kill them all before it alerts like the next phase of sentinels which are like these weird dog things like robot dogs and then right. that just gets harder and harder if they keep on alerting until there's like these there's just this enormous fucking robot thing that popped up and I was just like nope ran away as fast as I possibly could got in my ship and flew away because I, I don't even know what the fuck that was but I was not prepared to deal with it um, there's also like big space carrier things that show up there um, well like ships or yeah, these huge like like cargo vessels, um, and it's, it's like a reinforced cargo container or something. But they'll pop up in like threes or fours, um, and I've only attacked one once, and it killed me. <laughs> but when you start attacking it, it's like a turret that starts shooting at you, um, and then again you've got a certain amount of time before fighters come in and support them. And well, like, are they are they aliens or? Um, I don't know. I think the ones that I've seen so far are only sentinels. Like sentinels are kind of like the pre-programmed. They're just robots that are the bad guys continuously. You can't do anything yeah. to improve the relationship. They're just bad guys. Um, and they pop in and then they start to attack you and then that's when they kill me. But I imagine that if you can manage to blow one of these things up, it, you'll get a shitload of resources and stuff from it. Yeah. Um, but the space combat's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's as good as Elite Dangerous. Um, but. It, again, it's still pretty good. There's like mining on the go, so you can like just be flying around shooting someone, um, fire a couple of an asteroid, and then that'll explode and just fly straight to you. So like the sort of resource gathering is quite good as well. Mm. You can just mine something from a little while ago, a little while away, and you don't have to run over to pick it up manually like you do in Space Engineers. You know, you've got to look at it, press E, look at it, press E. It just flies straight at you. Well, that's handy. It is really handy. But then if they're going to sort of suspend realism, with shit just flying at you. I've Why stacked. can't I stack shit in my infantry? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but I, I, what I'm going to try and do, I think, is I'm going to try and stagger the play as much as I possibly can. Because if I just sit on it constantly, I can see myself getting fairly bored. And again, that's not the game's fault. It's not made to be played in 20-hour stints, you know. At least I don't think it is, because then that would be a pretty poor choice of uh, game design, if that's the case. Um, but for me, I, I can see myself getting bored after very, very long stints. Um, well, if it's if it's enough interest to to make you play, that's how you want to play it. Then it can't be as bad as everyone's fucking saying it is. If it's Dan's very hard to please, not just in games, but in, in general. Yeah. So if Dan if Dan is somebody who is interested enough to play it. 
and then stop playing for a little bit and then go back and play it and then stop playing and then go back and play it then that to me sounds like a fucking good game well the only other games that I do that with really are things like Metal Gear Fallout you know because I don't want to get bored of them so yeah. I don't want to sit there and just play and play and play and play and then done and then never touch it again because mm. I do do that with some games like um, <laughs> pretty much every game I own <laughs> except Blood Dragon <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 that's why I, I kind of like to mix things up because if I've got nothing to play but one game then you just play it relentlessly Yeah. and then you're you're either so good at it that it's not fun um, or you, you just get bored of it and you can't wait for the next thing which is why what? I like to try and have as much of a varied range as possible so I can kind oh. of mix and match whatever I'm feeling at the time um, well, that's generally what I do. I, I'll get like like Fallout Four, and I've, I've played it for hours and hours and hours. Didn't actually do anything. Yeah, you just, just wander around and just wander around, exploring, doing the settlements and whatnot. A couple of missions here and there, um, and then stop playing it. And then before that, I was playing Metal Gear. Did the same. Just absolutely nailed as much as that as possible. And then, but then I got Fallout, and I, I didn't really play it after that. Yeah, but um, I. I got The Witcher 3, like, ages ago, ages ago. And uh, that, I just put so many hours into that. And then I started playing Wind Waker again, and I've never touched Witcher since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I mean, Wind Waker, I've completed Wind Waker so many fucking times. Um, and then, because of Pokemon Go, I started playing Pokemon Silver again. Yeah. Uh, uh, Soul Silver, sorry. Um, but I haven't played that for ages. So... I think having, not necessarily a collection, but having games that you can go back and forth to is generally, personally anyway, much in the same way you're doing with stuff like Metal Gear, Fallout, No Man's Sky, just go back and do bits and pieces, unless it's something like, like Uncharted 4, I got that the day it came out and I completed it like in like a couple of days, Yeah. Um, but that is a game... So, much like The Last of Us, that I can sit there, pour hours into, enjoy every single second of it, and then at some point I will go back. I mean, I've completed The Last of Us like like seven times on PS3 and like four times on PS4. And I'll play it again. Yeah. Because it's a really good fucking game. But then there's games like Quantum Break. Com- played it, enjoyed it, completed it. I'll never play it again. Yeah. I mean, see, I've got games that are a very sort of linear basis, like The Darkness or, you know, Sniper. Oh, the Darkness was an ace game. I got The Darkness 2 um, about four or five months ago, and I completed it in like six, in just one big go. Yeah. But it was so much fun. Yeah. I like, really like That's it. why I'm leaving it now, so I kind of forget about everything, then I can go back in and just be like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but... I think that because I've got such a big variety, you know, I've got RTS stuff, I've got racing stuff, I've got um, first-person shooters and fantasy and that, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I just watch a film. Like, what did I watch the other day? Um, Warcraft. I watched the Warcraft film. Mm. And because I don't have World of Warcraft, I don't think that if I'd have been into World of Warcraft, I don't think I would have liked the film. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as soon as I watched that, I was like, oh man, that's all cool and magic and swords. Started playing The Witcher 2. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is really good. It's, it's overly complicated, man. It doesn't look good. <laughs> I thought I thought you was gonna say um, Shadow Mordor. Yeah, that I do as well. 
if, if I've seen anything remotely sort of Game of Thrones just about, I just want to go in and just kill 50 orcs in one big go. <laughs> um, but then, you know, if I see Batman, I'll just be like, oh, Arkham Knight, come on, me and you tonight, we're back on it. And yeah. then I'll bomb around in the Batmobile and just beat a bunch of people up. And I like having that sort of things that I can just drop in and out of knockabout games, I call them. You know, just sort of, you can go in, funny about it for two and a half hours, not really do anything, and then like, drop back out. I like how The Witcher 2 is considered a knockabout game. <laughs> it's like 80 hours of fucking game. I know, but it's, it's this whole sort of potions and, oh man, it's... They're the best. It's, it takes it out of me. It really does. See, I like, if I can only choose a game, it's, it's going to be a deep game. Um, and I know a lot of people m- might not consider Last of Us a deep game, but stuff like like The Witcher and and Zelda, uh, Mass Effect and like Soul Republic stuff like not necessarily RPGs, um, but stuff that you can pour in a lot of hours without playing an MMO. Yeah. Um, as opposed to Call of Duty or even Battlefield where I consider those games that I can just pick up. I want to shoot someone, and I'll just play for an hour, two hours, and then I'll never touch it again mm. until I'm bored and I just fancy shooting someone or just do something quick. Yeah. Um, with the only exception being Mario, where me and Zoe will sometimes sit there and be like, oh, we should play Mario, and then we'll just play it for hours. <laughs> and there's no substance, there's no story or nothing and there's nothing deep in it but fuck me it's fun yeah and i i like have like you say i like having a choice of so many different genres of games and personally for me like my racing is mario kart but well mine is rocket league so yeah that's like rocket league such a good game that you can just pick up and play whenever you want mm. and I don't see why... I can understand why people put hours like World of Warcraft and Dota and stuff like this. But a lot of people... not This isn't everyone, this is just some some people. A lot of people will purely just play one. that game. Yeah. And I don't see the point. I really, really don't. Cause I, I'm glad that they found something that they can enjoy for such an amount of time. Because obviously you can't put a thousand hours into something if you're bored shitless of it. No. You know, no story's going to last that long. We go well. I've got to finish it. You know, I need to see how it all turns out. It's just a case of it's you know it's grinding or farming or yeah, you know whatever you want to do. It's XP and loot and all that kind of stuff. And you know, mo- mainly it's for the community and it's multiplayer and you play online and you do all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I think that again, sort of speaking of online stuff, No Man's Sky would it benefit from an online component? Absolutely, it would. If I could play this with people, not necessarily people, but with people I know, um, this would be phenomenal. See, this is where I'm confused because Hello Games, I mean, like, it, it was asked, this was before it came out, um, does it need PlayStation Plus um, with it having online elements? And they said, no. Um, there's. You will be able to. Um, that, well, the ability to play with other people is there, but the chances are so minute that PlayStation Plus will not be required. Yeah. Um, and then there was those two people that were on Twitch who found each other 
they had the exact same coordinates, they met up, they said we're going to meet here, so they went there, and they were on the same planet, but each planet, like one, it was, I don't know what it was, but like really hot, and it was all like red and stuff like that, and the other one was like really, like grey, blue and gloomy, um, what not? And they were standing in exactly the same place, and they could not see each other. Well, there's no chat functionality. There's no trade or anything like that. Well, that's that, not an element of it. The other thing, though, was um, I can't remember the guy, the main. Is it Sean Mori? Um, yeah, the main lead. Yeah, yeah, the lead. Um, guy, yeah. Said you will never, you'll never see yourself. There's no man's sky. There's no like. Yes. Um, there's no mirrors. There's no third person. Um, well, there's like, no, like no, you can't see yourself in a reflection or anything. You don't know what. The only way to find out what you look like is if you see another player and you can tell each other what you look like. Well, that maybe that was just a goal that they had, but it, in in real see, terms, it may have just been too unfeasible. I think everything runs on. Uh, again, I don't know. This is literally spitballing. I think everything. Runs on one server. You've got the No Man's Ice, the No Man's Sky server. So if you discover a planet, you call it Cunt Anus. I can then go and discover that planet. Well, you can upload everything to an online community. That's but right. That, but I think everything's in instances. So you will be playing in an instance, but on the same server. Well, I don't know because I mean, like with Maxis with Spore, um, you could make your own species, name your planet, blah blah blah. And that would be uploaded to the community, and then people in their games could find your species that you've made as an yeah. alien planet, or an alien species on an alien planet that's your planet, and then they could blow that planet up if they want to. But that wouldn't affect your game, it's just something that's up- uploaded to the community, and then that's distributed as AI with your skins, basically. They did a sim, it's not, well, it's not really the same at all, but when they re-released um, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on Wii U, um, there was these um, like message bottles you could find um, that other players had written messages in, and then like just ch- tossed them in the sea. And then at some point, you would find a bottle and you could open yeah, it up. Yeah. Um, but it got slammed because a lot of people were putting spoilers in. Ooh, um, ooh fuck which, which I don't see a problem with because it's an old game. <laughs> <laughs> If it was a brand new Zelda game, yeah, fair enough, whatever. But fuck, come on. Who seriously? Who didn't? Who bought Wind Waker Wii U that hadn't already played it on the GameCube? Uh, I don't know. Not me, that's for sure. <laughs> I had it on both. I, I just think that for a game this size, though, I just don't think that multiplayer could really work as much as I'd want it to, and I think it would complete it. Um, I, I just don't th- I don't see how it could work because if the you best... literally spawn on the other side of the galaxy yeah. you can't just instant whoop over to your mate because That's then what... it kind of defeats the point of flying around and you know it's... if they had like a, you know you made like a clan or whatever and you yeah. all oh, no I just don't that's what I mean if the, if the size is as big as they say it is unless you you only get one chance to spawn, like they say, well you can spawn next to your friend, but then that's it. If you end up on the other side of the galaxy with your own volition, you can't go back. You can't just beam back to him. That you'll yeah. have to find your own way back. But so they give you one opportunity to find 
uh, to be within a certain distance of each other. Well, because it's procedurally generated, though, what are the odds of generating the same? I don't know. The only way I can think of them doing it is if they had one central planet or space station that everyone had immediate access to. You could just do a warp, and you could go straight to this one massive port, and then you could say, I'll meet you in the restaurant. Yeah. And you nip on down. You're in the same instant. There'll be a restaurant, why not? (laughs) No man's KFC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Advertising, fill it full of advertising, you make shitloads of money. (laughs) Chicken but, you know, make sure you're in the same instance, because like you say, I don't think it's something you could have in one big galaxy. Hmm. That would be incredibly hard to keep on top of. It could just have as a hub. Yeah, but then you you go there, um, you meet up. It's, it's like DC Online's got the same thing. We go to a teleport pad or something and it transports you to a different in- instance. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, no, it's PvP to PvE, because like, they're the two instances. Yeah. And you step on the pad and then it transports you and then you're in the other one. So something like that maybe could work. Um, but honestly, I think that the best way that they could kind of proceed from here... Um, I, I'd like to think that they're kind of working on all this behind the scenes. So the scene, you know, where's the most popular or who does what, or kind of building all that data up, and then eventually they'll just say, oh, by the way, um, it's online now. And <laughs> yeah, just drop it at that. Look how hard it is to find each other on Daisy. Yeah. Imagine that with this. But that's we've what got, I mean, they, we've got no Russian road signs. <laughs> There'd have to be a cheap mechanic to it to say either have one central hub where everyone can meet, and I mean this would be huge. This place, um, you know, so there'd be several hundred people running around trading, talking. Um, but because there's no like missions or anything to do, really, you can't like, oh, let's go and do this like a, a WoW raid. You know, and we've got to plan it out, and we've got to yeah. take into account all these different factors. It would just be a case of, do you want to come with me? We'll see if we can find some iron or something yeah so th- there's not an incentive other than let's fly around together let's have dog fights together and you know making your own kind of gameplay out of it I think that would be the better way because I don't think as again I haven't played it so I don't know but from what I've seen and what I've heard I don't think it would benefit from multiplayer I think it just I think if they made it as limited as possible so you couldn't even chat unless you were talking on voice chat on Skype or something. So you could literally be together. You could go mining and stuff. You could maybe pull resources. Yeah. But no direct missions and no uh, multiplayer-only side quests and whatnot. I don't know. If Unless you've got the ship, you can't even be in the same ship. You'd have to follow each other. Uh, yeah, the, the, there's no ship sharing. Um, so... But again, that's those. These are things that I'd like to think that they're considering for future. You know, to say when people have kind of got over that, oh my god, I played this for sixty hours and all I've done is mine plutonium. Yeah. Once they've got past all of that, then they say, how can we keep people interested? Do we introduce actual missions? You know, do we give people the option to make their own missions? Um, you know, can we introduce maybe co-op local multiplayer? Something not not local. Um, yeah. You know co-op multiplayer so you can play together but only in a specific instance so you've got to join in hmm. and then you start together and you both get a ship each or i i don't know the the, the how to th- get this sort of stuff working is beyond my comprehension i think it'd be good if you were just like flying and you landed on a planet and you just happened to see somebody like being chased by a fucking massive creature <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't know why. I just really like that image. Um, it would kind be nice. of like on on Star Trek. What do you mean? You know when he he's been uh, Kirk's being chased by that big. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing, and then he when he's been Spock. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. That'd be ace. Oh well, luckily, um, all the planets I've been to, the alien life hasn't been hostile. But mm. I imagine, well, a couple of them have, but only if you get too close. Um. But like the scanning and sort of like surveying the areas and stuff and like trying to scan every plant life and every animal life. Um, and once you've got them all, because every time you scan something new, you upload it and you get credits for it. Well, some like somebody made like Pokemon Go out of it. Um, and then like trying to find all the, all the different creatures on the planets. Um, and he had like one left um, and it was like a bird creature. And it was like the zigzagging everywhere, and he couldn't lock it, so he just shot it, and then like went over, and he still let him scan it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I've been trying to scan birds and stuff, and it would never let me. Yeah. Is that what you it, do? You just shoot it, and then scan yeah, it on the floor. If it doesn't lock on, then you can't. You won't scan apparently. Um, but he was like, he'd got so many, and he was like, um, he basically he did like a Twitch live stream of it, and it was he just turned it into like Pokemon. <laughs> no man's sky um, but I think as from what I've heard it seems like a game that it's as good as you can make it yeah definitely which is, it's not going to spoon feed you no um, but that's again that's not new information They've it's been like this all like it's always been a space exploration mining game that Hopefully, everybody will have a different experience with, and I don't think they'll fully. That that will become the absolute um, version of the game that they, they they've dreamed of. No, probably but not. it seems like a very good start, considering they've made one game before this. Yeah, it, it for it it has to be said that what they've accomplished with such a small team, it is impressive. Yeah. Because it nearly um, got scrapped when they had that flood and it destroyed everything. Yeah. It didn't kill anyone. <laughs> no, I said in Guildford. Oh, I thought you said then it killed them. No. <laughs> um, yeah, they were, they were going to scrap it. Shit the bed. Might not have ever had it. No. Well, I think, I think multiplayer is probably an unattainable dream, but I think it would be nice. Um, but I don't think that like making your own base something would be you know crafting on a planet surface then that's your home planet and you can travel and collect stuff and take it back there i don't think that's completely unrealistic does do planets does do planets um can you revisit the same planet yeah of course you can go so, anywhere but no but i meant with it being procedurally generated oh right um well i think once you've gone to the system you you chart the system you discover it so you can go back but I don't know how far away you'd have to go, but then when you come back... I mean, Elite Dangerous has got however many billions of planets and stuff, and they're all named and things, and that's how me and Rick met up and stuff. You just go to the same point. So oh, no, I meant for... Say so they, they bring in this, build, this base building mechanic, and you build like a little home base, and then a home base, um, and then uh, you fuck off to all the planets and come back like four days later... Would it still be there? Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I mean, you can name every planet as well. So I mean, you could name it 
home base one. Like, because that Underleet Dangerous is a very, very good galactic map. And you can just type in planet names and stuff. And it will just go, yep, that's the one you mean. And then it will plot you the most fuel efficient course like, to get there. <laughs> or And you've got to warp to each system. But it tells you exactly where to go. Like, like a space sat nav. It, it's exactly that. Exactly that. It tells you how, how many jumps it will take, how much fuel it will cost. And you go, oh, my ship's never going to handle this without a stop. And you can check along the way and go, there's no space stations along, this, along the, the route, which means that I won't be able to get enough fuel. Unless you've got a scoop that can collect fuel from the sun, which is awesome. But I haven't got one of those yet. Is oh, man, as, I love Elite Dangerous. I love is it, it as pinpoint <laughs> as uh, Space Engineers? <laughs> no. Or if you just type in a number and hope for the best. Yeah, that's the warp drive on that's still a little bit iffy. <laughs> and then get stranded because I then sat down. Fucking stupid. And I phased through the ship. <laughs> oh, that was awesome when you got splattered against the back wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because the first time we did it, I just phased through and you'd gone and I was just floating in space. That's because you weren't sat down. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But then we did it again and I just died. <laughs> Yeah, we need to time, do some more space engineers. Yeah, it's so good. Been an update. Speaking of updates, Dan, um, before we go, um, there is a brand new um, 5.0, I believe, update for GoldenEye Source. Yep. Um, new maps, new modes, new graphics. Um, new soundtrack. New soundtrack. And not from Aviators, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but I've read that uh, if you shoot without any ammo, um, you get like a dry reload thing. So it's like... Yeah, which is like really cool. Um, but yeah, it looks fucking awesome. So we're going to be doing some of that. We're going to be revisiting GoldenEye. Um, hopefully, because we're going to have to uninstall everything, we're going to lose PvP mode. So hopefully we'll be able to do that again. I imagine it'll be the exact same setup. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah. Um, but it looks it looks so fucking good. It really does. I am looking forward to um, doing PvP mode on the new crane. Yeah, cradle. Shit. Yes. <laughs> it's not in a building yard. <laughs> um, also, we have um, part two of our Pokemon um, Stadium video, um, yeah. where we take on Bug Boy. Woohoo! Um, and I think somebody else. I can't remember because it was um, there was the other day. Uh, Lad. Lad, male, <laughs> or something. No, oh, fuck, I can't remember. I don't care. There was some so peeps. Long ago. Um, so that will be up this week. Um, we're going to be recording um, some GoldenEye Source. Um, mm-hmm. Probably a PvP show. Um, this podcast, obviously, will already be up because you're listening to it now. So there's that. Um, and whatever else we can manage uh, to get together. Where can they find all this riveting stuff? Um, they can go to www.podcastvsplayer.com.co.uk or or.co.uk, not yeah, .com.co.uk, <laughs> just to clarify. Um, you can also oh, fucking oh, YouTube. I've run, of, I've run out of steam. <laughs> well, you can go to YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash podcast versus player. Um, if you want to speak to us, you can tweet us at the podcast v player or email us at playerbpodcast at gmail.com. Um, or if you want to look at stuff, you can go to our Instagram, um, which is Podcast versus Player. Yesterday, which was Sunday, um, we tweeted out our new Archer picture um, that we'd done for Obsidian. That we'd done. That was really bad grammar. Um, 
that we had made for Obsidian. Um, uh, if you remember our last ones we did for Archer Protocol, and we did a couple of uh, pictures and then we did a trailer um, for Archer Protocol. Tweet that done, they liked it, they tweeted it, it was all hunky-dory. Um, some people have been trying to jump on our Archer Protocol bandwagon. It's ours. And Obsidian's, but it's ours. <laughs> I so, don't think we can claim exclusivity on this. <laughs> yes, <somehow>. we can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so because of that, we decided to mix it up a bit and we went with a different Obsidian game, and this time Fallout New Vegas. And we have created Archer New Vegas. Um, you can check it out on Twitter, um, but it's also on our Instagram and some other guys put it on Instagram for us as well. Yeah. Um, so very thank you to Fallout. <laughs> very thank you. Very thank you. You're all about the words. Very tonight. thank you muchly. Yeah. Um, so that was nice, and that's got like nearly two. The last last point it was like nearly two thousand likes. So that's Sweet. thank you for that. And, and we all, make so much money off that. Yeah. So thanks a lot. <laughs> it's a pound for every like. Um, but we've got some more um, Archer New Vegas um, pictures to go up. Um, other than that, though, I think we'll leave it at Archer New Vegas. Although I did see somebody commented on the Instagram, and you know the slogan was uh, "You cyborg son of a bitch." Yeah, we we're stupid. Somebody commented and said, "Do you want fire ants? Because this is how you get fire ants." Oh man, that's way back. Like, oh, why didn't? Oh my god. Oh no, that's such a good. Oh, we've got to do another one now. Well, I had a. <laughs> I was going to draw Archer riding a fire ant, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no. It's <laughs> a bit too on the nose, that, isn't it? So I think the next one, maybe Knights of the Old Archer, Archer of the Old Republic. Um, Knights of the Old Republic? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have Archer in the title. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. Um, Knights of the Old Sterling. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out something. Um, but we're gonna, like I said, we've got a couple more um, pictures for Arch New Vegas, um, which we'll, we'll be tweeting and Instagramming and all manners of things. Um, other than that, I think we've gone on long enough, young man. Yep, I think so. Um, so we'll be doing some GTA fuck well, around. GTA, yeah. Um, sorry, I'll finish off where you left off. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> there's probably going to be some more cunning stunts at some point. Um, you said it right. I know, right? Um, we also need to do some that heist. We've finally got the fucking first heist to do, but we still need a fourth. We need a fourth. Um, if you want to play, you got it on PC. No, let us know. No, um, no. Um, we'll we'll slow, sadly no. decline. No, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, um, in addition to that, um, now that I've got No Man's Sky, I know that I say this like every time I buy a new game, <laughs> like Battlefront, fucking Star Wars, Lego. Lego Jurassic World, Just Cause, Fallout, everything. I say, I'm going to do a video on this because I really like it. I hope to do <laughs> a No Man's Sky video at some point. Um, it's going on the board. On the board, that for, big old board. For so far, to be fair, this you know what's still on this board, Dan? Arrow. Sunday podcast, Monday Fallout 4, Tuesday Fallout 4, Wednesday Fallout 4, Thursday Fallout 4, Friday Fallout 4, Saturday Poop. <laughs> Maybe that needs updating. It hasn't been updated for a while. <laughs> yeah, I take it you pooped though. I did. It was a good poop. Oh, good. That's nice. Um, to be fair, that's probably the one week we've stuck to. The... 
the actual the actual list. Well, I, I should probably be a bit fucking proactive, maybe, and do some stuff on my own. Um, I've got so many things to fucking do. I've got uh, Fahrenheit, Fallout 4, like the Vault Tour and everything. Uh, don't yeah. Starve Together, we still got that. Psychonauts, still got that. Um, what else? Fucking Battlefield 4, do some more of that. I've got two games, like two indie games that I've got. Uh, Gun Monkeys and something called Hell Yeah. Um, Populous, I was going to do some stuff on that as well. Battlefront, I was going to do some more missions on that. Grand Theft Auto, we still got a bunch of shit to do. APB, we still got a bunch of shit to do. I don't think we'll ever go back to APB, done. <laughs> it's just, it's unbelievable. It's on Xbox One now. Is it? Yeah. Oh, no way. I bet it looks fucking good on that. I think it probably looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe worse, I don't know. Um, but we have an act. I've, I have actually done Cal videos. Have you? I haven't seen this. Learn to draw. That was um, fucking months ago. That was about a year ago. That doesn't Resident, count for shit. Resident Evil, Uncharted I, I, 4. Yeah, you did do Uncharted, I'll give you that. So, the last Dan... Yeah, what, what was the last one I actually did on my own? I'm actually going to have a look what the last uh, Dan Plays was. Okay, I'm going to see if I can guess what it was. Bearing in mind, this was like our forerunner channel. Our forerunner series, sorry. Um, Dan Plays Elite Dangerous, 20, you 28th of May, this 2015. Year? Last year? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Are you looking on the website or are you looking on YouTube? Website. Uh, I'd say that I think there's something on YouTube. There must be. So, no, there's not. Everything goes on on the website. So bear no. in mind that it would have gone on YouTube before then. That's true, but I, I know for a fact I've done something before that. Uh, after that, sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, check now. I'm gonna check right this bloody second on YouTube. I, I don't think you have done. I think you're well, lying. Um. Right. Marvel Battlegrounds, Borderlands. We did that together. Snowblind. Obviously, we've done all that together. Daredevil, um, PvP show. You could just look at the playlist. <laughs> Sporkle. Oh shit, man, this is going back eight months already. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, Sporkle, Left 4 Dead. Oh, Left 4 Dead, we need to do some more of that as well. Mm. Um, more Sporkle. Damn, plays a little dangerous. Points. One year ago. <laughs> Elmo, Supergirl, Magicraft. A year ago, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's after Elite Dangerous. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, yeah, I probably should put my finger out at some point. <laughs> yeah. But it feels so good. You still haven't done that review either, Daniel. What review? I rest my case. What review? <sighs> oh shit, for fucking. Oh, Infinium <laughs> Strike. I've still got a shortcut to that on desktop. <laughs> fuck. Will they, will, they, will they accept it this fucking late? No. <laughs> And I'm pretty then, sure I'm pretty sure this is why we haven't been offered any review copies for a while. Well, I thought there was like a it doesn't matter. This is this is a podcast here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're just airing our dirty laundry. Yeah, sorry about that. We'll probably um, cut all that, it's fine. <laughs> no, we won't. So um yeah, thanks for listening. It's been a bit of a ramble. Um but yeah. Um, one thing that you will notice for anyone who does listen to uh, these podcasts regularly, and believe it or not, there actually are. So, to whoever Liar. you are, it's true. I swear. Um, thanks for sticking with us. You're a bunch of bloody beautiful buggers. That's what you are. And do you know what? I- I'm feeling generous today, right? If you do listen to us fairly regularly, 
and you don't hate us for whatever particular reason that may be. Um, why would you be listening to us if you didn't? Well, I don't. I don't understand. But never mind. Um, feel free to drop us an email. We will, we want to bloody talk to you people. So come on, get get vocal, get talking. Can get we involved. actually answer? Um, well, we've got some giveaways coming up. Oh, because um, I actually remembered to check the emails today. Oh, so good lad. We've got some giveaways coming up. So if you need to be tempted into talking to us, like as if we're like <laughs> Charles Then Yeah, just we're going to leave little giveaways leading up to our van. Fantastic. And then you can get inside and we can have a chat. That um, sounds great. I want to do that. But, Let's do it. Um, if you do listen to the podcast regularly, there's going to be a slight change in Thanks the schedule. Thanks for getting to my point. Oh, I'll is that where you're that. going? I just thought you were being <laughs> nice before. I'll let you do it, Dan. No, no, it's fine. You go for it. Well, basically, um, we've been a bit shit the last few weeks. Um, so in order to keep up a, a regular schedule program, um, we are going to fortnightly podcast for a little bit, um, so um, you'll be listening to this on a, well, presuming you listen to it, it goes up, it'll be on a Tuesday, so we'll record it on the Monday, it'll go up on the Tuesday, um, every other week, um, and we're going to see how that goes for a little bit. If it yeah. doesn't work, we'll go back to it how it was now, basically. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be every two weeks for the podcast, mainly for the fact that for quite a few of them, there hasn't really been too much to talk about in terms of news. Um, obviously E3 and things like that we may do special ones or any kind of awesome announcements we may do a shit just in um, mm. for those specifically um, but you know there's, there's just conflicts with um, times and stuff like that plus uh, Callum's also got an idiot son who keeps getting himself into trouble and all kinds of <laughs> he stole a car <laughs> yeah idiot um, but also we should be able to fill out the remaining couple of weeks with some uh, videos and stuff as well Yeah. so that's the, that's the plan as Callum said we'll see how it goes yeah, it, it frees up time. It's it, daft as it sounds. By doing less work, <laughs> it frees up time to do more work. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got um, more editing time. Yeah. So we've got. I mean, we've got plenty of stuff to to get our filthy mittens into. Um, so we're going to do it. Um, it's 2016, Dan. It's the year of do. It's nearly over. <laughs> 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 it's like we, didn't, September. we didn't do much. I certainly haven't done much in the year of <laughs> yeah. do. That's for damn sure. I've been updating the website and stuff. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel disappointed in myself. I do, to be fair. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> I, no, in, in us, not just you. Oh right, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, because believe it or not, we enjoy this. This, it's it's a job. <laughs> it's not a fucking job. <laughs> If we were getting paid for those bloody Instagram likes, I'd be in a much better mood, trust me. <laughs> well, this is why, Dan, we need to keep pushing GameSeek, Europe, <laughs> UK and Europe's number one online video game retailer. I believe that's true, I've heard that. Um, and also game.co.uk and zavi.co.uk, 365 video games, consoles and gadgets, <laughs> all these places we get commission. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should plug some stuff for them. We do, we need to. Maybe, because I emailed them, again, I'm going off topic, this is dragging everyone's life out. On <laughs> I was going to say, oh my god. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> but I did contact um, GameSeek to see if there was anything that we could actually do for them, kind of like a joint venture into either making videos, or if they've got anything they want to promote through us, you know, or anything that they want to do. You can do a tour around their office, whatever, <laughs> um, to get back to us. And they never did, even though they said they were. So we're still waiting on that, I suppose. I think 
because they already get free advertising and we get sure. paid for said advertising. <laughs> they don't really I want to need do to more with them. <laughs> they're, they're cool people. I want to do more with them. We are big fans of GameSeek, the UK yeah, number one online video game retailer. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, thank you to all our affiliates for sticking with us through these last few years. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is like a coming like the end of an era the way we're talking yeah or either that it's tech fever all over to, again <laughs> it's like um, with some sort of audio autobiography <laughs> it's just going to go on forever and I'm going to talk about how I used to drink when I was six years old and got incredibly depressed about the way of the world and the economy and stuff but luckily Dan turned away from the bottle and turned to <laughs> GameSeek UK That's... Europe's number one online video game retailer that's a story for another time. <laughs> on that note, you're drunk. And oh, um, also, anyone who wants to join the uh, PvP developer program, mm. indie games, you, oh shit, um, fucking hit my <laughs> microphone, sorry about that, I got a bit excited, a little bit carried away, I'm, I'm looking forward to the end of this podcast, my god. Um, <laughs> Keeps but, getting further away. I know, right, I just can't stop it. Um, this is what happens when you've got two weeks worth of build-up, it just sprays know, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Well, that's that sounded really weird. Actually. No, it didn't. Yeah, fine, whatever. Um, anyway, if you are a, a, an indie developer person or team, maybe uh, if you've got a new game that you want to try out and you're looking for some critique or some feedback or just someone to actually play it and tell you what they think, let us know on the website www.podcastvsplayer.com or .co.uk. There is a contact us section, especially for you guys. There is. Um, if yeah. you want to see some of the stuff we've already done, um, there's loads of stuff on there from our Green Light of Fortune. Um, series, I want to say. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Got um, Fistful of Frags, World Warfare, Bleeding Blocks, Flood Fighter. Um, yeah, there's loads on there. There's loads. Um, there's even, there's the even like a written thing that you did for some space game. Oh, shit, I did actually tweet them again. Here we go again. Fuck me. Right. They, <laughs> <laughs> they tweeted us the other day to say, hi, oh, would you mind doing a video on the um, Solar Crusaders? That's what it that was. That was it. Um, so I tweeted them out I was like yeah yeah definitely sure and then that was about a month ago and they still haven't got back to me so I, I did tweet them again um, a couple of days ago saying what, what is it you want us to do exactly <laughs> you need to tell us we're not, yeah. we're not too smart <laughs> so I'm hoping they come out with like a demo level or something like that or you know whatever they and me because it's 50 quid <laughs> well there's also that because what I don't want them to do is to come back and say will you just buy it and then play it because I'll be like nope nope, nope that's not how we work here, I'm afraid you fucked us over the first time <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that. And they took down my review off their website as well. They did, but I will say, in their defence, there is nothing else on there barring game, um, like pictures and. Do you have any idea how long it took me to do that? Not probably not that long. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was about an hour or so, though. It's still on our website. <laughs> it's still that's time off my life that I can't get back unless I've got to pay for a game. No, absolutely not. Give me free levels. <laughs> If you do, though, send them to me, because Dan doesn't do the reviews. Apparently he says not. he will, and then he does. I, I totally forgot. I played it. I did play it. It just wasn't overly good. <laughs> then write that. <laughs> I forgot to. <laughs> That's how good it was. It was so forgettable that by the time I came off it to go and type something up, I'd already lost interest. <laughs> anyway, um, this has been a, a ramble. It's been a nice ramble. It's been enjoyable. I hope you've enjoyed it. Well, I think that because these are going to be two weekly now, they may be a bit longer than the sort of 40-odd minutes than they used to be. Yeah. I'm hoping not, but we never know. You never know. I think we should bring back the trumpet, though. 
for the news. 007 Racing. <laughs> oh, God, I remember that. Yeah, you know what else? I've, still, you know, I, I've still got that on my phone. Like, every now and then, I'll be listening to music or whatever on the bus. A bit of Slayer, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath or something. And then it'll go... <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this still doing on here? It sounds so stupid. It's about six seconds long. I think we should bring back 777. Oh, man. I haven't even touched a console game in fucking forever. If, if you never I've listen to got, the old podcast. I've still got all the old 777 games, actually. I haven't picked. I haven't played any of them. Fucking God. But I, I, no, it's a lie. I played Wolfenstein, but I think I did the 777 for Wolfenstein. Not the new one. Yeah. This yeah, is the, yeah. the last one, the shit one. <laughs> I, I did actually get New Order a couple of weeks ago. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, 777, go on. Um, yeah, well, basically, um, the old podcast, but like before we... T- <laughs> kind of did knew what we were doing. Yeah. Um, we had done seven pound, and he had to buy a game uh, for seven pound, uh, play it for. Was it like? I Fucking hell! You can't remember. Ooh, I can't Fine, remember I'll, I'll, I'll talk it. about it because I, you know, came up with it and everything when we were, you know, sort of still in a creative phase where we were coming up with new ideas and series and stuff. So it was basically you buy a game for seven pound or less. You've got seven days to play and complete it, and complete it not just get as far as you can in seven days, and then you've got seven minutes to review it. That was it. That was 777, and I did... You did one. <laughs> 007 Legends. What a great game. Oh, man. Good times. Um, I don't know, maybe just like when there's some Steam sales on, or like if I go on, what about if I do like, um, buy like a <gasps> random... I was just about to say, get one of the random key like things. Like 10 off. codes or whatever, yeah. and then just do whatever they come up with. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, I might do that. <laughs> Note to self, Dan's idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave that with me. I'll come back to that. <laughs> so that's never get. I'll put it on the nope. board. No, nope. it's it's right up there with Infinium Strike and uh, the Arrow TVT. Break, fucking my brain just exploded a little bit then. PVP DC TV show later. That's the one. Yeah, the Arrow version of that, which never got done about three years ago. Yeah, it kind of didn't. But speaking of. October. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> this chair's getting more uncomfortable by the second. Oh, God. I, do you know what this is, right? This is the equivalent of being in a classroom after the bell's gone and everyone's just dying to get to the door to go out on lunch and the teacher just doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they know that it's important, but they're still just edging off their seats, just ready to scream out the door. <laughs> this mic cable will only go so far. <laughs> There's people just hovering over the cross button, just going, come on, for fuck's sake, I need the ending. The awesome ending, whatever that's going to be. You better have another Joker or something ready to pay off for all this shit. Hey, I'm going to reuse the one that we we didn't use on the last podcast. <laughs> all right, go on then. Um, so, welcome to Podcast First Player. I'm joined by a man. I thought um, you were going to finish your story first. No, this is the uh, this is the joke. No, you, you were saying something before I said that this is just dragging Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh no, Arrow and Flash start in October. Oh yeah, yeah. Luke Cage. Oh in yeah, Se- they do. Luke Cage in September. Hey, I rewatched Jessica Jones. Oh man. Just to build up for Luke Cage. Good idea. I think I might do that as well. Yeah, it's well worth it. I enjoyed it way better the second time around. Really? Yeah, because I was still on a high from Daredevil. <laughs> so kind of, I, I kind of didn't pay as much of attention to it as I should have. But it's really fucking good. Yeah, well, um, we'll do um, we'll do a special Luke Cage. And um, what we think is going to happen, kind of thing. Yeah. Before that comes on. Um, but my my joke from the the podcast we didn't use because it was like worse than this, believe it or not. 
joined by a man who uh, is like the only person who's found the legendary Pokemon Zapdos in uh, Pokemon Go. It was in the uh, Milk and Dairy Isle, but he couldn't catch it because he's Zapdos intolerant. For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was comedy gold. No, my Pokemon Go one was way better than that. I made that up, I don't know. I made that one up? Nah, I made it up. No. <laughs> Episode 100, my chance to shine amongst all the shit that is Callum. <laughs> <laughs> I am a diamond upon the gleaming turd of Callum Povey. Thanks, man. You're welcome. <laughs> gleam. You're a big turd, though. That's fine. That's better. I've had a shave, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Should we just end this now? Yeah, I think we should. Bye! <laughs>